First time listening to the Move Swiftly podcast. Welcome to the show. Great to have you. To my regular listeners, you already know I get down and get right into it. And today I want to talk to you guys about the being the first to do so, the doing something for the first time ever, being a pioneer, being a quote unquote pioneer at something. One of my favorite authors, all right. One of my favorite authors is a guy named Seth Godin. And I've, if you're a regular listener to this show, you've heard that name regularly you heard me constantly reference a lot of the work that he's done he's wrote and written books like linchpin he's written books like great marketers are story great marketers are liars then he has a line through it great marketers are storytellers he has a book titled permission marketing i mean purple cow we are marketing i mean just so much so much material if i could do a podcast episode in itself just all just based on all of the things that I've learned from Seth Godin. And in fact, I'll tell you another story. When I was a member of Dre Baldwin, Dre member is a regular listener. It's your first time listening to the show. Dre Baldwin has been on the show. His title of his episode is titled Work on Your Fucking Game. He's created this entire brand, this framework that I've become a true, true fan of. Uh, it's called work on your game. I mean, there's so many gems and so many things I've learned from him in the past year. So he, uh, his first book, not his first book, but one of the books that he, he has 31 books on. And one of the books is titled work on your game. I believe that's kind of like his main, his main book, because you know, the, the brand, his brand is called work on your game. And one of his 31 books is called work on your game, the hardcover, whatever it is. And his, the blurb. And if you look at the cover of work on your game, the blurb is by a Seth Godin. Seth Godin wrote a blurb at the, at the cover of his book, which I thought was really, really cool because he told me himself, he told me personally that, Seth Godin does not leave blurbs on any books that he has not read. So it was really, really cool. I mean, I am such a fan of his work. And here's why. There was a time in which I used to read Seth Godin's blogs every single day. I, I actually had his app. He had an app in which you could read his blogs. And, you know, he just he does such incredible work when it comes to marketing and all the stuff he does. Right. And this was years ago. One of the things that he said years ago in his blog, not that he said that I read on off of his blogs was that you're always going to be unprepared when you're doing something for the first time. You're always going, you're not going to know how to do something whenever you're doing it for the first time. All right. Please take that into consideration. And I, I know I'm pretty sure that in the past I've, I've done episodes where I've talk a little bit about this, but I want to take a deeper dive into this specific topic because just this past week, 
something happened in which brought this thing right back to life. It brought it right back to life, all right? Whenever you're doing something for the first time, I'm going to say it again, nice and slow. Whenever you're doing something for the first time, it will not go according to plan. You will be unprepared. There will not be the things that you want to have happen. It just will not happen that way. All right, I'll give you an example. Just again, just this past week, I, as for those of you who don't know, I am a teacher at a learning center and I am a, I'm eligible and I am one of the teachers, one of the few teachers that's also able to drive the buses. It's a learning center. So at the end of the school day, it's our job to go and pick the kids up from certain elementary schools and things like that. And I'm one of two teachers there that's actually eligible to drive the bus, all right? So the, because this, as I'm recording this, this was the first week of school. I'm recording this on the first week of school. There's just a lot, there's a lot of kids. You know, there's a lot of kids, the, the school systems, they're, they're trying to figure out how they're gonna get their extracurricular activities going. There was just a lot of things going on. And we had to pick up no more, we had to pick up kids more, more than usual. There were more kids than usual that we had to pick up, meaning, we have to take, we have to use both the buses. Sometimes we only use one of the buses, you know, but because I'm one of the, I'm there, I can, you know, pick up kids from other schools and it's multiple schools. It's not like it's just one school that we pick them up from and all that stuff. So I finally got a chance, you know, the first couple of days I would go on the route with the, her name is Michiani. She just took me on the route, said, this is what school we pick them up. This is how we do it. The first few days, she was the one driving. I would just go, go for the route to make sure I knew where I was going and all that kind of stuff. Right. Then the third day, by the third day, I, I was going, I had, I was forced, not I was forced, but I was told to go pick the kids up by myself. And I was like, oh, here we go. Now it's my first time actually driving. Now keep in mind, this is very, this, as a listener, you may not understand, or you may, you may understand if you're a listener, this is a very big deal. You can't fuck up with this kind of shit. All right. Because, you know, when it comes to the parents and their kids and, you know, transporting them from. Uh, elementary school to a learning center and all that. There's a lot of liability that goes into that. There's a lot of parents that, you know, they're worried, you know, just think about if you're a parent listening, in, just think about how much it may just bother you that, you know, you haven't met everyone that's driving and there's pieces of you that they have to sort of let go. All right. They have to let go. So we as a learning center have to be very, very careful, very particular, make sure everything is being documented, make sure we know when the kids are being picked up. You have to I mean, it's it's a lot of anxiety, especially there's a lot of a lot of, like I said, anxiety and a lot of things that happen, especially when it's your first time actually driving the bus and you don't know the it's your first time actually doing. It. So I had I was a bit nervous as I was going about it and things like that. But I said, you know what? Hey, I've been there, done that. You know, I, I have the confidence. I've gone through more. I've gone through different things. And, and I, I had enough confidence to get me through it and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I get to the, I believe it was the final, the second school. So we go to Cypress Bay, which is one of the elementary schools. Then I drive over to Royal Palm, Royal Palm, Royal Palm Elementary School, right? Now, I get to the Royal Palm Elementary School, and this is where I want to get you guys to. This is where I want you guys to understand how important it is to know that whenever it is your first time, whenever it is your first time doing something, 
you have to be ready. You have to be prepared. You have to understand that you're not going to always do things right. You're going to piss some people off, all right? That's just the nature of business, of the nature of growth, okay? So here's what happened. As I get to Royal Palm, the line to get into, into the school is ridiculously long. It's a long, long line, as you can imagine, whether it's parents coming to pick their kids up and, you know, the, the line to actually get there very, very long. You know, these are elementary school kids, you know, having them walk home in the elementary school level is not necessarily something that a lot of parents want to do and stuff like that. It's, it just turns into, a, it was like a zoo. It was just so many different cars there. Luckily, me being, me having a bus, there's always, they always leave room for the buses. So I didn't have to wait in traffic with all those cars. I was able to skip the traffic and they leave a lane open for the buses to go, right? So I'm there with my small, my small little white bus that says Kindercare on it. And there's these huge yellow buses, you know, the ones that require a CDL and all that stuff. And they know the routine. They know how it works. They know that, hey, you know, I got to park it here because the school isn't big enough and I'm going to have to cut the wheel here. You know, and they go through a lot just to get their CDL license and they just know the system. These are their, you know, this is their full-time profession, being a bus driver, right? So I get there with my bus and I see one of the yellow buses isn't, they're not as far, they're not moved up as far, right? They have a little space in between them. And I'm like, why, you know, instead of me waiting behind this bus, I don't know, I didn't really know at the time. And I'm not the type of guy that's going to go and call Miss Yanni and do all that. So I'm just going to try to figure it out. I'm on. I'm a, your typical man when it comes to that kind of shit, right? <laughs> so I, I pull up in front of the big yellow bus and I'm just kind of staying there and, you know, waiting for the kids and waiting for the kids and not realizing that I'm blocking him in. I'm not realizing that I'm blocking him in and I'm making it so he can't move right so as as the buses are starting to move and i see the the two i only have to pick up two kids from this school i see the two girls that i'm supposed to pick up i then start moving up and then just as i start moving up i see the guy who's behind me i see the guy who's behind me driving the bus and he looks at me with this angry face because he walked out of the bus he walks out of his bus he's about to like knock on the door and she goes and he has this, this look on his face like he wants to fucking kill. Like he was so angry. And then the guy who, the, the person who works at the school was kind of directed to traffic. He goes, hey, yeah, man, you got to move up because you'll be blocking that bus in, this, that, and the third, and, and things like that. Now, I made sure I made a point to explain to you guys again, 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 again. When you're doing something, whatever it is, for the first time, you will not know everything, all right? And I have to encourage you. I want to be here. I want to make sure, as this show has always been about, do not, do not use that as an excuse. Do not use that as an excuse for you to not keep going. Let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. So that happened on, I believe, like a Wednesday and then that just two days ago on Friday, I did this. I made sure I took the same round, stuff like that. But before, and he was as the bus driver, he was in the same position before I passed in front of him. You know what I did? I made sure I opened my car, I opened my bus door. I looked at him and said, hey, you know, what's the deal? You know, what, what happened? How am I supposed to do this? I'm new to this, this, that, and the third. And obviously at this point, he calmed down. He goes, all right, look, my man, this is how it's going to work. You have to move up more because the way this school is structured, 
I need to have space for me to just cut through. When I get my kids, I'm just going to cut through here as opposed to going all the way around. I can cut through the parking lot. So that's why I needed you to move up. And then I explained to them, you know, this is my first time, this, that, and the third. And then eventually we just kind of shook it out and things moved forward. You see, and, and too often, too often, there's so many of you out there that try something for the first time. It doesn't work out. You piss someone off and all of a sudden you never try it again. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. I'm going to explain it to you again, just like Seth Godin explained it in his blog post. When you are, are, when you are of this, when you are of the mindset of this, you have this mindset, you have this ambitious mindset, and you have this thing where you want to do, and all of us have it, every single person in this world has ambition on some level. We do. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's me, forever. We all are ambitious on some level. Understand when you are trying to do whatever it is you're trying to do, if you're not pissing somebody off, then you're not dreaming big enough, right? If you're not going out in your day to day, you're not making sure or not when I say not making sure, let me not say making sure when you're not going out and doing something new and then there's a person who is, is frustrated with you. That means you're not dreaming big enough. For me, just being able to drive the buses, as, as I spoke about in my book, Swiftly, you know, that's one of the things. And even actually the first time they approached me about driving buses, I told them, look, that's going to be awesome. I mean, that'll be like a full circle moment for me. My mom used to drive buses. My mom used to be the one driving buses. And that's how she built her career in transportation, a career that was able to put myself, my sister through college and hold down a mortgage in Silver Spring, Maryland. You know, as a person that worked her way up because she just did something different. You know, she would tell me, and I spoke about this a little bit in my book, Swiftly. She'd tell me all the time how she'd be driving through very nice, affluent neighborhoods. And when she used to ride the buses for Ride On and Metro and things like that, and she'd just be dreaming, dreaming, just seeing something outside of Brooklyn, New York, and the, all that hood, inner city, ghetto stuff, just being able to do that. And she would just dream of living in a house, a, a nice house, the way she's living now. Now, if 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 she had let if she had let the people say, oh, women can't drive, but or if she had let the let the let the the pitfalls, the the roadblocks, let the difficulties and all of the things that it takes to get a CDL license, if she had let all that stuff prevent her from actually doing it, then guess what? She doesn't have the life that she's built for herself. And that is the challenge. That is the question. I want to ask you guys, you know, again, for me, I can't run around talking about, oh, I want to own a youth center one day. I want to have a chain of youth centers one day and not have the ability to drive buses if need be and not have the ability to speak, not have the ability to teach. You know, all of these little skill sets that I've been adding to myself over the years has just come into fruition over and over and over and over again. And yes, it's going to piss some people off initially. But if you really pay attention to what I just said, this happened again on a Wednesday. The guy is pissed off at me. Now on a Friday, again, everybody's calm. I go to him. I say, hey, how am I supposed to do this? And we move on. That's my point. That's the point. That's what life is. That's how you experience growth. That's how things get done. They don't get done by you staying in your comfort zone. They do not get done by you being soft, by you being afraid to make a change. They don't get done by you not going out 
and meeting and making sure that you're doing whatever it is you need to do with your 24 hours, the 24 hours that you are not guaranteed to have, that you're doing whatever you need to do to make the most out of your opportunity. So how are you going to make the most out of it? What are you going to try for the first time? Here, here's the test. Here's what I want to leave you with. And I'll close you out. I'll close you out pretty soon. What are you doing today? What are you doing today that you have never done before? All right. I'm gonna, let me actually let me go. What are you doing today that you have never done before? Okay. Follow up question. Has it pissed anyone off yet? Have you pissed anyone off with the new thing that you're doing? And if the answer is no, the answer is no, you have to reevaluate your goals. You have to reevaluate your mindset when it comes to trying these new things. There's nothing wrong with trying new things, but if it's not, if it's not pissing people off, if it's not getting to a point where someone is frustrated with your lack of readiness or your lack of your you know, the fact that you're not prepared for these things, that means that goal or those things that you want to do are not big enough. You're not striving for enough because eventually the thing that you are horrible at, eventually if you work hard enough about at it, you focus long enough for it, eventually, eventually you'll get pretty damn good at it. I, I tell the story in previous episodes on how horrible of a public speaker I was. I mean, the first time I actually addressed the audience of a room for uh, auditorium was when I was in high school and I was a captain on my football team and I had to give a speech at the banquet and I froze up, completely froze up. There's absolutely no way that anybody who was at that banquet would have said, or anybody who even knew me in high school would say that as one is going to be a public speaker when he grows up. It's almost comical to, to thinking about it, right? No way he's going to have a podcast of over 200 episodes. No way is he going to develop and build a speaking career, a, a business that is really centered on his ability to speak and deliver workshops and, and engage audience and things like that. No way. But I knew it was something from the moment I started Gym 44, I knew it was something I had to do because Gym 44, you have to educate people on this type of thinking, educate people on a certain kind of thinking. And there's no way you can educate people on a certain kind of thinking if you are afraid and you aren't, you don't have the skill of public speaking. You can't do it. It won't happen. So what did I do? I made sure I learned the skill. And yes, it's pissed people off in the process, but it's either, listen, that's what I got to do for my, I don't give a shit no more. And that, that, that is where we got to get to. It may not be public speaking for you. It may be just, you know, learning, learning a certain it may be learning, it may be actually getting your CDL. It may be just learning how a certain math equation works. It may be just simply working out every single morning. It may be understanding a certain level of geometry. Maybe understanding how to put fries in the, the frying pan the right way. Maybe cooking some, maybe this. It may be tons of things, all sorts of things that it can be, but it's your job to know what it is that you need to learn in order for you to get the things that you want in life. Whatever it is you want, whatever it is you want, and I know you want something, know you want something, it's going to require you to do something that you have not done, all right, that you have not done. And yes, that will piss quite a few people off. That's a good thing. When you start pissing people off, here's what you do. Take your hand and just give yourself a pat on the back because now you know you're doing something right. Like when the guy got out of his bus, when the guy got off his bus, 
I immediately started, you know, jotting down mental noting things and saying, okay, you know what, this is going to be one of the, this is going to be one of the topics that I come on my podcast and speak about, because I know now I'm living my life in a way where I'm trying something new, where I'm bothering somebody, where somebody has to kind of teach me and bring me along in order. Now you have to be willing to learn, willing to learn. And then these kinds of things happen for you. All right. So the question is, and I'll leave you with this question. Am I really doing enough? Am I really doing enough? And am I pissing people off? Am I doing something for the first time? And am I, am I making it happen? And am I willing to go on and on, even though I'm pissing someone off? All right. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. No, no, nothing. Come easy. You gotta try real, real hard. I try hard, but I guess I gotta try hard. I try so hard, can't seem to get away from misery. Man, I try so hard, always be a victim of these trees. It ain't my fault, cause I try to get away, but trouble follows me, and still I try so hard. First let me explain that I'm just a black man And I come from the dark side so I'm having a hard time staying on track man My mind be racing and I don't even know what I'm chasing yet Been in and out of relationships I'm starting to see that it's me with the complications at But I'm laying back praying that you get that peace of mind of me I thought I was right but really I'm wrong and again I was too blind to see I was in the fast lane chasing my dream And then the scene when the fame and cash came They just got me going crazy I've been so faded, trying to erase it, but I just think us the drama just goes greater. And I've been in so many collisions, from pulling up to later. I try so hard, can't seem to get away from misery. Man, I try so hard, always be a victim of these trees. It ain't my fault, cause I try to get away, but trouble follows me. And still I try so hard, hoping one day you'll come and rescue me. It's like I'm taking five steps forward and ten steps back Trying to get ahead of the game but I can't seem to get it on track And I keep running away the ones that say they love me the most How could I create the distance when it's supposed to be close enough I just don't know but I'll be out here fighting demons And it's like a curse that I can't shake this part of Cleveland And Lord, would you help me? Stop this pain, I keep inflicting on my family Hustling and gambling, tricking and scrambling And losing sight of what I'm supposed to be handling It's hard to manage cause every day's a challenge And man, I'm slipping, can't lose my balance I'm trying not to panic I try so hard Can't seem to get away from misery Man, I try so hard Always be a victim of these trees It ain't my fault cause I Get away but trouble follows me And still I try so hard Hoping one day you'll come and rescue me But until
right here in Sweet Hill Snow Until then, I'll be posted up right here with my heat getting no, getting no. I see things won't change, I'm stuck in the game. As soon as I get out, it keeps pulling me back. Got me doing dirty, dirty, dirty. So used to this hustle money that I don't understand on 9 to 5 work. Studying on the streets, hustles know what I mean. Hustles balling before us, I'm trying to make that major league. So we never leave, never, till the sun came up. Right here, my heat getting low, getting low.